You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into episode number three of Can of Corn, the all-baseball talk show, the all-World Series currently talk show. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, uh, and I want to apologize. I'm a little bit behind. Uh, I didn't get to cover game three, uh, you know, too much after the fact. And then obviously game four just happened last night. I'm trying to pump these out as fast as I can to you guys and, and trying to stay on top of it. Just been busy with work and, and other things, so... Do forgive me, all the uh, all the five of you that are listening. But uh, now, um, yeah, in all seriousness, um, you know now the series is tied two to two. Um, you know, quite a quite a crazy couple of games, couple of days here recently at, at Citizens Bank Park. So, uh, recapping Game Three, um, that was a Philly seven to nothing victory. Um, yeah, they just came out of the. Come out of the gate swinging, no pun intended there. But, um, yeah, game three, seven, nothing. Ranger Suarez was on the bump for the Phillies. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., uh, the guy that famously said, bury me in the H, which I love that quote. Like, I can't I can't not love that quote. That's just it's an awesome soundbite. Um, but, yeah, he got buried in the P. He got par- buried in the, the Citizens Bank Park is what he got buried in. Uh, might as well have dug up his dug up a hole and and put him six feet under because that's what the Phillies did I mean he was he went four and a third six hits seven earned um did strike out five but obviously I mean you give up seven runs um you're getting pretty shelled out there you're getting pretty pretty hit around hit around pretty hard I should say um yeah I really the 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 stars of the Phillies showed up I mean Kyle Schwarber hits a two-run jack uh, Reese Hoskins has a solo dinger. Bryce Harper really got it going, um, you know, with his home run, two-run shot. Um, yeah, it, if you watch this game on TV, uh, Bryce Harper, after the fact, um, you know, was was whispering in Alec Bohm's ear. Obviously, they saw something. Um, it came out after the game that McCullers was kind of tipping pitches. You could kind of, you could kind of pick up on it. I'm not obviously a professional by any means. So it was kind of tough for me to to recognize that. You know, I, I did see the little bit of a split and a difference in the fact that he, uh, you know, he, for not, you know, his knuckle curve and and for those type of things, he was kind of coming out of a different 
delivery as far as his leg kick and things like that. But obviously these guys are professionals. They they study this for a living. Uh or they do this for a living. So um it's no uh it's no mistake at all with that. Um yeah, Philly's just dominated game game three. Seven zip. I mean the Astros only had five hits. Um and and from start to finish it was all Phillies. Um after this game I felt pretty confident that um you know this would still be a long series, but I, I saw, you know, maybe the Phillies bouncing, you know, coming back that next game and, and having a good day at the office as well. And that was no not the case whatsoever. Um, pretty crazy to think that the next day, um, game four, they get absolutely just dusted on the mound. Uh, so kind of flip-flopped. I mean, a lot of these games have turned on their head quite a bit. Um, so game four. Houston wins five to nothing after the Phillies win seven nothing the game before. Um, Alex Bregman is probably one of, if if not the greatest postseason hitter I've seen in a while. Um, maybe excluding Derek Jeter, um, he's just a, a unit. He's a tank at the plate. He he's a hard out. I mean, he only goes one for five, but those two RBIs. He he's just a hard person to to, to get out really. Long story short, he he's just he's very very good um, at the dish. Obviously, a great third baseman as well. But uh, I think he has the most home runs as a third baseman ever. I think I think you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, yeah, it was all Houston last night. I mean, biggest storyline and and obviously um, something that that's been discussed in the media quite a bit is the fact that the Phillies were no hit, which. Um, it's only the third time ever. I want to say the third time ever in a uh, a postseason that that's happened. So, um, or in the World Series, I should say. Um, quite surprising. I mean, I thought this game would be close. I thought with uh, Aaron Nola gone. I mean, I know he struggled um, so far in this postseason, and and also uh, most notably in in Game One. Um, yeah, he he got hit around quite a bit. Hit. His velocity was down. His his curveball, his slider, it, it just you could tell he wasn't sharp from the get go. He he just wasn't the Aaron Nola that you know has competed for Cy Youngs in the past. He he just wasn't he wasn't that. He was a shell of himself to, to say the least. So um, yeah, quite quite disappointing if you're if you're a Phillies fan. Quite disappointing, um, you know, being at Citizens Bank Park and and witnessing that that. That would be a brutal, a brutal sight to get no hit, especially with the lineup the Phillies have compiled. I mean, th- this team is more loaded than any Phillies team I've seen. And I mean, you can make an argument that that 08 team was was quite loaded, but this is, I think, on paper, this is probably a little better. Um, like Schwarber has the ability to hit the ball out of the ballpark. Hoskins, uh, JT can do just about everything. He's the fastest catcher in the league. He's probably the best hitting catcher in the league. He's, he, you know. Total package. He's probably the best catcher in the, in the base in the MLB, um, and then Bryce Harper, all star, obviously could win MVP of of the World Series if the if the Phillies go on and win this. Like most notably, he was an MVP last season. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you know the list goes on. Like Alec, I really like Alec Bohm. He's stepped up immensely defensively over last season. Like Phillies have a hell of a lineup, and for them to get no hit is quite quite amazing. I mean, give Give credit where the credit's due. Um, Christian Javier, 
absolutely pitched a a gem. Goes six innings, obviously the no hits, no earned, only two walks and nine Ks. Um, his fastball just absolutely jumps out of the hand, um, and it, it's just hard to catch up to. It, it's hard to pick up on, as a lot of people have alluded to. I mean, he's the same pitcher, you know, earlier in the season threw a combined no hitter against the Yankees. Um, so say what you want about about the Yankees, and and you know they have their uh, problems as a lineup as well, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's quite out. It's quite amazing that uh, this Phillies lineup was was no hit in the World Series, no less. So uh, Brian Abreu then comes in, only pitches an inning, strikes out the side. Um, Rafael uh, Montero comes in for an inning, um, has the one K. Obviously gives up no hits, and then uh, Ryan Presley does walk a batter, but um, you know does get a K as well, and and really had no problems. You know. And and yeah, they shut the door on him. No hits, no no runs, no errors. Um, quite quite an outstanding game if if you're on the Houston Houston side of things. So now we go into uh, game five tonight. It's coming on in about an hour or so. I tried to get this in, obviously before the uh, the, the game five. It's it's interesting. I I I for one, um, you know, you can't really trust Justin Verlander in the in the World Series. Based on his his prior numbers, I think he's zero and six with a close to a seven ERA, and he struggled even in in game one uh, later in that game. So, will the Astros have a short leash on him if he starts to struggle? I'm not sure. Um, I personally would if I was Dusty Baker. If I'm in if I'm in Dusty Baker's shoes, um, I think you gotta you know you gotta play to win each of these World Series games. Yes, there's preparation, and and yes, there's anticipation for the next game as far as like who you want to insert here and and how much you want them to pitch in order to sustain you know a healthy bullpen and such but you got to play to win today because every game matters and everything's magnified so if Verlander let's say gives up three three or four in one inning I think you get that bullpen up and stirring and and Houston has a great bullpen so um yeah, I if I'm if I'm Houston, as soon as Verlander, I see him start to struggle. I mean, obviously you want him to get through like three or four innings. You don't want this to be an entire bullpen game uh, for them. But if if he were to get in that predicament, um, I would I would recommend pulling him early before it gets ugly. Um, other than that, uh, Phillies Noah Syndergaard is going. Uh, once again, a guy I just don't have much trust in. I. I I've never been a, a big on him. He, he's an injury-prone pitcher, in my opinion. Obviously, with with the Mets uh, going down with Tommy John quite a few years ago, but uh, he has all the potential and he has all the stuff um, to 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 have a good outing, I should say. But um, you know, regular season speaking, he was ten and ten with a a three nine four ERA. So, I mean, he's he's adequate; like he can get the job done. Does he strike fear in anybody? Probably not, especially a Houston Astros team that can hit the cover off the baseball. So I'm going to give Houston the slight edge in pitching here only because I know Verlander has struggled in the World Series and he got hit around before, but I think Verlander can get you through four innings of, of not much drama. Um, and then, you you know, you, you start inserting bullpen pitchers into the equation and, and go from there. So... Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think this will be a high-scoring game when all said and done. 
over under is is pinned at eight. I think it's going to go over eight. Um, I think this is uh like an eight to six game or a a seven to five game. Personally, I, I just feel like both these pitchers have the ability to be rocked pretty hard in this game, and I think if they get into the bullpens uh, early, um, you know, you might see you might see some runs being put up there as well. More so on on Houston side. I mean, Houston has a massive advantage in the bullpen over the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, Alvarado came in yesterday, bases loaded. Uh, first batter he sees, he hits him, brings in a run, and then he gets hit around to proceed that inning. So, um, yeah, it, it's tough to say. Like, I trust the Phillies bullpen. I really, really don't. One guy I don't trust at all is, Kyle, is um, I'm going to say Kyle Gibson. I don't know what happened to him, but um, David Robertson, he, he is as shaky as can be. Every time that I see that guy on the bump, it's, like, terrifying to watch. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more so an Orioles guy than I am a Phillies guy. I, I grew up with, with the Phillies and, and, you know, I always have a piece of my heart will always belong to the Phillies. I just, I like the, the fact that long story short, and I won't get into it too, too much, but I feel like the Phillies have turned into the modern day, like Yankees in a way that they're, they're just kind of buying people. They're, they're trading. Like this isn't a homegrown team anymore. I used to love the Phillies when they were homegrown. For the most part, they were, and and I get it. I totally get it. Like, if you have the money, spend it. If you have the adequate pieces to move and and get a Kyle Schwarber or or get a guy like that, uh, Nick Castellanos. Like, if you can go out and just sign sign these guys and bring them in, um, I don't blame them for doing it. I just it's hard for me to root for a team like that because they seem like they're they're bought not built. If that makes sense, they're bought not built. So. Um, I started, you know, I've been to numerous Orioles games. I've been to Phillies games as well. I actually went to a weekend series one time way back, you know, dating myself now, but, uh, Hubaldo Jimenez was on the, or the Rockies and the Phillies played them and absolutely destroyed them. I think they swept them or they took two or three, but I just remember Hubaldo Jimenez getting absolutely rocked in that game. And, and, uh, yeah, that was a whole, that was a whole thing. So, um, the, uh, I, I just – I still think my gut feeling tells me that the Astros win this World Series probably in seven games. Um, it's just they have so much pitching, and they, they have so much depth. I mean, if you would have told me McCullers would have given up uh, five – what was it, five or six runs now? Maybe even this this complete seven he was on the, on the hook for. Um, I would have been shocked. I mean, the guy's usually absolutely solid. But the Phillies lit him up, but then they couldn't touch. They couldn't touch. Uh, damn, what's uh, forgive me here. They couldn't touch. Uh, uh, Christian Javier. I don't know why he's like the one that escapes me, even though he's good. I I just feel like he's never talked about. Like he's just never, like in the main the main uh, the spotlight. So um, I do think. Like I said, I think this is a high-scoring game. I'm going to go with the Phillies here uh, just with the home field advantage. But it's no uh, no walk in the park either. I mean, Verlander could could come out and absolutely have, you know, dominant stuff and and cruise up and down that lineup. I, I don't – I take that, um, that Verlander uh, World Series stats and, and I kind of put it to the side to a certain degree because – I think if you get, like I said, if you get him out of there and, and maybe the fourth inning, he he can be dominant even in the the World Series environment. Like, it's really a couple innings for him that usually get go to shit, and 
and then the stats are inflated and things. So um, I think ultimately Phillies find a way to win this game. I don't feel confident about it, me saying that. Like that coming off the tongue doesn't feel too great after a, a no-hit performance. And I know Kyle Schwarber said after the game, like, I really don't give a shit what happened. Like it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think the, the Phillies with the home field advantage, um, I think Thor, I, I, I think that's so corny, but I think, uh, Syndergaard, I should say not, not Thor, um, same guy, same difference, but, uh, I think he does enough to win this game, but it's shaky because as soon as you turn to that bullpen, it's like. Sir Anthony Dominguez has had his moments. Like, he can be very, very good. He can be erratic. Um, Jose Alvarado, I don't really trust either. So, I I don't know. I don't know who they're going to go to early on, you know, depending on how long Noah Syndergaard lasts. If I'm Houston, I'm eating absolutely eating pitches in this game, trying to get to that bullpen as fast as possible. Syndergaard isn't always uh, a strike thrower, so you can kind of navigate through and, and try and get guys on. Um, and I, I just think, I think the Phillies win this just with the crowd behind them and like knowing they pretty much have to win this game before they go back to Houston for the final two, but it's this Houston team is so, so well built. Like they are just constructed so well, not that the Phillies aren't, I just think the Phillies need a little bit more pitching. And now it's like after Aaron Nola struggled, it's like, what's Zach Wheeler going to give you? These, these guys have not pitched this many innings before. so. That being said, like they are, they're struggling. Like they're 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 hitting a wall. They're hitting a brick wall. I watched Phillies post game. Ricky Patalico talked about that at length. Um, how much of a wall they're hitting. So it's it's one of those things where somebody's gonna have to step up, and and the pitching's gonna have to keep you in it. You can't be giving up five runs early and and letting all the wind out of your sail if you're if you're the Phillies. Like it, it's just it's it's a tough position to be in. Coming off a no hitter, I know you know they got to flush it. That's what what Harper said, but like you almost got to play a little bit ticked off. You got to play a little bit with an edge, a little bit with a chip on your shoulder. Because I mean, to get no hit in a World Series is something to be said. I mean, I I credit them; they pitched well, but they brought in th- you know there were three other pitchers that came in after after Javier, and they still couldn't hit any of them. So. To me, it's something where you have to make adjustments, and it's it's time for the Phillies, the offense, to explode again. I'm not saying you got to put up seven, but you might have to. You might have to in this environment and in this game because, like I said, I don't know what Thor is going to give you. I don't know what the bullpen is going to give you. And, I mean, Houston can just go on a tear and, and put up runs at will at the same time. So I think Phillies win. I'm going to say eight to six. I know that sounds insane. It might be way off. But, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, not not much talk has been going on around the league, just to to touch on that. Um, It's official, quote-unquote official. I mean, I think everybody knew it was coming, and and everybody anticipated it, that that Yadier Molina and and Pujols would retire, um, as they did. Um, Adam Wainwright says he's coming back. I really don't know why. I mean, he's still pretty good. But it's like, man, get like I guess give it a rest is is how I look at it. But when you're done, you're done, and and usually there's no turning back. Sometimes guys will come back, but uh, 
you know, he's like, he's going to, he's going to be out there and his arm's going to fly off or he's going to tear a rotator. Like he, he's been pitching so many years and so many innings and um, not to say for sure, you know, I can't say like with no question that would happen, but it's like, something's got to get like, he's either going to hit the cliff. I, I don't know. I, I just, for him, I think he should go out with, with the other guys it would just be cool for for the end of the era to be complete like that, but um, I don't know. Bullholz is a is a Hall of Famer. I I probably put Yadier in the Hall of Fame. I think Yadier Molina is a little overrated. It, it, call me crazy, but I think he got a lot of hype for being a a good defensive catcher, which I know he is. But people absolutely glorify him like he's he can't do any wrong, and and he's not a great hitter, and he hasn't been for quite some time. Excuse me, I get bored just talking about Yadi or Molina, but uh, uh, with all due respect, you know, good good riddance to those guys. Good good luck on their retirement. Um, you know, maybe they'll be coaching somewhere or or they'll stay. In, I could see both of them staying involved in the game. I mean, I could see Pujols being uh being a coach somewhere for sure. Maybe a, a high school team or so, just something something along the along the ropes. So. There's that. Um, obviously, no more news on Judge. No, nothing really um, blowing wind up my skirt as far as, like, you know, off-season talk and things like that. Should be a wild off-season. There's a lot of good free agents. Uh, Trey Turner, Aaron Judge, uh, Bogarts, to name a few. Uh, Carlos Correa, obviously. Um as far as pitchers, I'm not. I can't think off the top of my head. I'm, my brain's a little foggy right now. But uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I hope the Yankees don't go out and blow a bag on people and and find a way to compete because they've been struggling, and I love to see it. So hopefully, for my sake, that continues. I'm sorry, uh, fan in the van, and uh, uh, Brent from 1420. You know, sorry for your guys' misery, but at the same time, I. You, you've had so much success that, you know, at the, you know, it's fine to struggle from time to time and, and everybody does. So I'm glad the Yankees are not the king and we'll see what happens going forward. Um, but yeah, that, that pretty much wraps this up. We'll, uh, we'll get into off season talk very soon. Uh, I know this is a baseball only podcast, but um, my Philadelphia, Phil, or Philadelphia, my Philadelphia Eagles play tonight. I didn't even touch on that, but um, on paper, that should be an ass kicking. I'm not too, too concerned about it. I could see it being a little closer than people think. I could see it being like a 10 point game. Um, but I still think the Eagles find a way to win that. And yeah, we, we've, we are just chugging along. Uh, mostly up, upload this to Spotify. I mean, I think it, it automatically posts to Apple pods. I'm trying to expand it. As I tell you guys all the time, I'm trying to, to grow the show and, and do what I got to do to, to blow this thing up. Uh, I'm still a rookie at this, even, you know, 70 something episodes in. Um, so, you know, if you have any tips, pointers, you can inbox us at uh, my, my Twitter handle is brutal. It's B R B R U T A L zero eight eleven. I almost forgot how to spell. Um, it's, it's under brutally honest sports though. Um, you know, if, if, if anybody wants to collab, feel free to let me know, you know, 
let let me know what I'm doing good on the show, what I'm not. If I'm boring you to death, I'm, I apologize. I'm trying to trying to do different things and and just trying to uh, you know appease to the listeners and and things like that. So um, more and more, you know, things will come as we go. Uh, but just trying to uh, to get my feet wet still in this in this podcast industry and go. I am rooting for the Phillies, so go Phillies tonight. Go Phillies for the rest of the series. This is a must-win game. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And thanks, as always, for listening. And we'll catch you on the other side. Peace.